episode of Goddess Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Madi Grace Theory, and this is episode 13. I love the number 13. My husband and I were married on the 13th. Well, we met on the 13th and then we're geniuses. So we got married on our anniversary so that our anniversary would not change. (laughs) Genius behavior. And I just love the number 13. I love it. So today's episode is, (laughs) I'm calling it a manifester rant. And so as you all know, by now, I'm a manifester in human design. We're the initiators, we get the shit started, we get the conversation started. Victoria Washington says we are the carbon that cannot be copied. And I think that's a pretty powerful line. So I'm here to get the conversation started. Although I will say that I am not starting this conversation. I am adding to this conversation. I read an email from actually a series of emails from one of my goddess friends, a past client of mine, Anita Byrne, the midwitch, and my jaw literally dropped because I was like, I have been making notes on this for this episode of my podcast for the past two weeks. And of course, Anita is also a manifester. And it's a similar conversation that she's having, but obviously not the exact same. It's through my lens. And so I just think it's fascinating when people are channeling the same thing. And I see it happen all the time in my world because I am oracular and pretty much everyone in the goddess support world is oracular. All my clients are oracles. Most of my team members are oracles and we just know shit. And honestly, that is the beauty of being a woman. I just won't lie. We are so tuned in. We know what the fuck is up. We're tracking each other's periods like... And I just think that it's amazing. And trusting our intuition when we feel something, we're like, I'm having the intuition about this or that and reaching out and talking about it. And so I'll see similar themes happening with my clients at the same time. And none of my clients know each other, which is kind of interesting. They're all kind of from different worlds. I mean, I think they're aware of each other, but they're not necessarily friends. So they're not communicating, you know, so I always think that it's really interesting when my clients are going through the same kinds of shifts or they're channeling on the same topics because they're oracles. And so I'm like, okay, clearly this is legit and this is what the collective needs right now. However, all my clients are manifesting generators. So I'm not saying that in any way at all that that means that they're less than or anything. Actually, I feel like it almost kind of means they're more tuned into the collective in the moment. And I feel like manifestors are kind of tuned in to the collective way ahead of time. We almost feel crazy because we're like, what? No one else feels this way? And then six months later, all the manifesting generators and generators are talking about what we were talking about six months ago and everyone's forgotten about us. (laughs) They've forgotten that we brought it up first and the generators get all the attention for it, but whatever. It's just, is what it is. It's fine. This world was made for generators. So if you're a generator, I love you and this world was made for you and I'm happy for you. (laughs) I can't even tell you how many times I'm just like, oh, wish I was a generator because you're in the tantric dance with life and I'm like an 800 year old tree. (laughs) 
and I know that that's not how all manifestors are. That's just me and my energy specifically. But it's just if somebody wants me to feel something, they have to like throw it at me. <laughs> it has to hit my trunk. Otherwise, I'm just not going to see it. So anyways, so that is kind of the intro and I'm calling it a manifesto rant and then when I started making my notes I was like okay maybe this is a line two rant so in human design the second line is the line of the hermit and so some of the things that I was writing and channeling about for this episode I was thinking okay maybe this isn't a manifesto thing maybe this is a line two thing because I'm a hermit and I don't want to be seen and I just one is, you know, literally stay in my bed all the time. <laughs> my husband and I call our bed bedgina because honestly, my bed is just fucking fantastic. And when I get into my bed, I'm like, this must be how a penis feels when it's entering a yoni. Like I right? Like it's just I just feel orgasmic. I feel so good. My entire body feels amazing. And so we call it bedgina. We're like, I'm going to insert myself into bedgina. So anyways, that's a little sneak peek into my personal life. <laughs> we are silly over here. So, okay. So my rant today, like I said, could it just be a line two rant? Sure. Could it be a full-blown manifesto rant that a lot of other people resonate with? Sure. But it might just be something line two he resonates with. It's whatever. I don't care. It has to be said. I'm going to say it. It's happening. So my rant today is about performing for social media. And the thing about it is that I I can see right through it. And I, I know other people can too. But I just have this bullshit-ometer that is firing basically the entire time I'm on social media. Not the entire time. There's definitely some genuine people out there. But then there's the people who are filming themselves crying or filming every single moment of their life or they're clearly marketing like a program or a service with drama, like they've made drama with another person or they're coming out against something and then their product is the answer. <laughs> aka selling out that is literally what this is if performing for social media is selling out and there's like a part of me who gets it okay so I want to be clear here that I get it all of us want to make money from home or easily maybe not from home that's me being aligned to being like I just don't ever want to leave my house I want to make money from home that is why I have an online business and I am on social media and so I get it. I'm on social media. I'm not trying to say that there's anything wrong with being on social media, but there is this performative drama seeking. My life is so entertaining energy from so many people that it kind of just makes me sick, especially as a manifester, I think, because I just see all the fake authority and the people out there who other people are subscribing to and really taking bullshit teachings to heart and forming their lives around it. And it kind of just, it's disturbing, honestly. And I'm going to talk about just the parallels of really what's going on here um, in just a moment, because it's very interesting. So basically what I want to say is that when you are a private person, 
or you at the very least, you have that line of this is what I'm going to share on social media and this is what I'm going to keep private, which I'm sure you can all tell I'm a very private person. I am rarely sharing my personal life. I know that when I share my personal life, I get better engagement. People comment more, they're responding more, all that kind of stuff. I know that, okay? And I still choose to keep most of my life private. And that's me, okay? I know that everybody's different and I'm not saying that you have to keep everything private or whatever. But to me, advocating for my right to be in in my aloneness, to not have to be constantly sharing with the world, to keep parts of my life private forever and not ever share it online, to me, is fucking revolutionary. There is not a lot of people out there keeping their life private. They're out on Facebook sharing. Facebook is their diary where they're sharing all their feelings. Instagram is their highlight reel. They're sharing all their wins. And just keep some of your life private, y'all. Just keep it close to the chest. Keep it special. That's the thing is I'm just like, how is it even special anymore? We are living in an epoch of oversharing. And guess what? We're also living in a time of massive tech surveillance. So why? Why are you sharing all of this personal stuff? Your private life, why? I just don't get it. Like, I can't do it. (laughs) I can't do it. And to me, the more that you clear out the noise of all this, I don't really even enjoy it when other people do it. I unfollow. I've unfollowed so many people. It's been amazing. (laughs) So when you clear out that noise, the more space that you have to dismantle all these self-limiting thought patterns or, or habits that are blocking your evolution. So that's what people don't understand. When you scroll on social media and you're watching someone else perform their life, you are now creating self-limiting beliefs for your own life. You are creating that for yourself. You're creating limitations for yourself by comparing yourself to another person or seeing another person's win and being like, oh, I want that too. Well, do you really want it or do you just think you want it? It's like when you have two dogs and you give them each a toy and it doesn't matter. They just want the other one's toy. I don't know why dogs are like that, but they are. And humans are like that too because we are animals. So you're literally blocking your own evolution by continuing to just be entertained by other people's life performance. And believe me, I, me of all people, I believe, and I've talked about this before, so this is my own echo chamber, <laughs> is that we're on stage all the time. Your life is technically a performance that you are the star of, except for the audience isn't everyone else. The audience isn't your fucking social media following. The audience is the divine. It's the divine. Stop performing for everyone else. Okay, that's this is part one of my rant. <laughs> and what I want to share is that what we have going on on Instagram right now in the coaching industry, in many different areas of the coaching industry, there's like the marketing sorority. There's the business coaching sorority. There's the luxury coach sorority. There's all these different factions and I'm only talking about women. This is a women-based podcast. The bros have their shit too. Okay, there is bros over here and bros over there and I don't pay attention to bros, so I don't care. So, anyways, <laughs> no bros. <laughs> Hoes before bros. So, 
what I'm getting at is that we have all these different factions in the online business realm, in the Instagram realm, and they are literally the equivalent to a college sorority. Like they have their fake authority. They have their look, right? Like I remember that was the thing when I was in college, each sorority had their look. It was just so funny. This one had the Ugg boots with the fur and the short shorts. And this one had, in fact, just kidding. They all had the Ugg boots with the fur. (laughs) Who am I kidding? And that was in the late 2000s. So who knows what it is now? It's probably something completely different in sororities nowadays. So I am not pretending to know what is actually trending in sororities. But they are carbon copies. You become a carbon copy of this other person online and you just regurgitate the same shit that they say and you think that it's yours. Like you literally think that you came up with it. That's probably the saddest part, honestly. Well, if this person has made a million dollars in one month, they must know what the fuck they're talking about. I am going to also give them money. You think that that's a safe investment, right? But it's not. That person is just great at marketing. Okay. And that's honestly like one of the biggest lessons that I learned immediately after entering the online business realm is you could buy a course that was $5,000, had great marketing, and the course was shit, like literal shit, nothing of value in it. And then there was also the woman, her course was like $2,000. And it was full of gold and two people bought it because she wasn't great at marketing, but it was the better course. Okay. So let's be real. I literally haven't seen advertisements in so long. I don't have advertisements in my life, (laughs) but when you turn on the TV on regular cable and you see ads for all these brands that you know are making money, well, why are they continuing to market and make advertisements and make commercials when they're already making money. And well, that's because they only make money if they market. Okay. So let's be clear. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with marketing, but I'm just saying that there can be that lack of, okay, the marketing is good, but the product is shit or the product can be really good. And the marketing is shit. Okay. That's what I'm trying to point out here. And what another thing that I think is really important to point out is that charisma does not equal talent. Okay. Put that one in your pipe and smoke it. Charisma does not equal talent. And a lot of the times when we see someone with charisma, it makes us want to be near the charisma. We want to be in the charisma club because we don't have charisma. (laughs) And charisma is one of those things that's also in the human design chart. There is literally a channel of charisma and a lot of manifesting generators have it. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's a manifesting generator channel. And like I said, I'm not, this is not me making a blanket statement that there's manifesting generators are not good people and that they just have fake charisma. That's not at all. I mean, in fact, my husband literally has the channel of charisma and he is the opposite of a charlatan and he's amazing. He should be out there promoting himself, but he won't do it. (laughs) He's just like, no, fuck all that. I'm not going to go out there and talk about how amazing I am. But I kind of wish he would because he is fucking amazing. But anyways, so what happens is when we see somebody out there with a lot of charisma, which we do, we see that all the time on social media, you can become a charisma chaser. 
Charisma chaser. And this is an illness, my friends. I'm sorry, but if you're a charisma chaser, this is your wake up call. You have a problem in your life and you need to address it. Charisma chasing is muggle behavior. And I say this with love. I say this as a manifester, just giving you my raw, blunt, fucking get over it. (laughs) Don't be a muggle, goddess. Don't just chase charisma. Charisma does not equal talent. Chasing charisma is muggle behavior. It is honestly one of the main illnesses that's plaguing our society is people chasing other people that have charisma, people believing that people who have charisma can be trusted. You know who has charisma? Charlatans have great charisma. Con artists, great charisma. I mean, look at fucking Donald Trump, you guys. Like this dude, you cannot deny that this dude has charisma. He literally opens his mouth and spews garbage and people are like, yeah. (laughs) Just charisma, literally fueled by charisma. You know who else has a great charisma? Scammers. You ever been scammed before? You're like, how did I not see that coming? That person seems so amazing and legitimate. Yeah. (laughs) Charisma. Charisma does not equal talent. And I'm not saying that having charisma is like a bad thing. You can have charisma and be in integrity. Okay. I'm like, please understand that you can hold the both and here. You have to. As women, that is our job is to hold the both and like we get the both and. Okay. But when all you do is learn from these charisma people, you follow the person that has the 40,000 followers or 100,000 followers, you're addicted to their charisma, you're attracted to their charisma, you're magnetized to their charisma. What happens is that you just end up spewing their garbage and becoming a tape recording of their bullshit. And you think that it's your own genius. That's probably the saddest part. You think that it's your genius. But really, it's some bullshit. It's garbage. It's not true. I wish I could just make it through one fucking podcast episode without having to clear my throat 30 times. I clear my throat so many times when I record. Speaking your truth is hard sometimes, you guys. Like, it, your body will almost fight back. (laughs) Your body's like, are you sure you want to say that right now? Are you sure about that? Yes, I want to say this. This is important. This is so fucking important. Sourcing from your own genius is the only way to truly be satisfied in this human life. You will always be compensating as long as you're a carbon copy. You will always feel like something is missing. You will always play the victim and center yourself when confronted for your irresponsibility in thinking for yourself. Other people will always be wrong and you will lose your ability to hold the both and. Does any of that sound familiar? Are other people always wrong? Do you feel like something's missing? Do you feel like you're compensating? Do you play the victim and center yourself when people confront you about the fact that you're just regurgitating someone else's beliefs? Are you unable to hold the both and? These are just serious things that I want you to think about. If you really want to master yourself, you really want to rise into a higher octave of your being and what I call goddess status, god mode, player one in this reality, 
you have to source from your own genius if you want to do that. So I want to be clear that I don't say all of this to be a jerk or to even paint myself as some kind of victim in this. I'm not at all being like, oh, well, woe is me, whatever. The fact is that we've all been robbed when the only people who are seen online are the people who don't hesitate to perform every moment of their life with strangers, to share their private life with strangers. If you hesitate to share your private life with strangers, I applaud you. Good for you. You should be hesitating. We live in a massive time of tech surveillance. You should be hesitating to share your private life online. And honestly, like, who actually has the balls to believe that their life is so entertaining? (laughs) That's the other thing. And sometimes I see people out there sharing just crazy shit. And I just think, damn, they got some balls right there to just be out here like that. (laughs) But it doesn't make me buy. It just makes me go, yeah, you're a sellout. You're a sellout. (laughs) God, I'm just going at it today. But seriously, like what kind of self-important illusions have to exist for this to be possible? For a person to think, oh, I need to film every moment of my life and put it online because I'm so entertaining. My life is so interesting. I'm so cool. People want to see what's going on in my life. How do you know what's real and what's not at that point? Like, how do you know? How do you know that you're not behaving in a certain way because the camera's on? Would that have even happened if the camera wasn't on? Is life... (laughs) Is anything happening (laughs) unless the camera's on? And I just, listen, I know from personal experience, I have now twice in my life, twice, which I know is probably not looking good for me, (laughs) worked for someone who was like this, who thought that they were the shit, so important. Other people wanted to see their life. They were social media famous, like they're mentally ill, literally both times. I'm not going to lie to you guys. And one of them was a yoga person. I swear to God, you guys, I lived with this person. I traveled with her for over a year. She only did yoga if the camera was on. She didn't even do yoga unless the camera was on. If the camera wasn't on, no yoga happened. If nobody was taking a picture, no meditation was happening. And so this brings me to, and I got really loud there, I'm sorry. But this brings me to a meme that I saw the other day that I was just like, oh my God, this is the perfect meme. And I have to pull it up on my phone. I should have pulled it up ahead of time, but I'll just pull it up because it was fresh. And I showed it to Alex, my beloved, and we just had such a laugh about it because it's just, it's real. It's so real because he dealt with it too. It's so funny. He and I are both so jaded because we've worked up close and personal with so many quote unquote spiritual teachers. And so we just know that it's all bullshit. But so this is me (laughs) laughing. I'm so hard just looking at it. I'll share it on the day that I launched this podcast. I'll share it. So it's a Picasso painting where the guy's in pieces basically. And he's like, you know, his head is looking up and he looks bewildered. He's like, oh, his arms are reaching up. It, lo- it almost looks like he's in a mouth. I see some jaggedy teeth, like maybe he's being swallowed or something. And I'm assuming this is Picasso. I could be wrong. 
it looks like a Picasso. And that picture is says me in my emotional life. And then the next picture is a Buddha teaching. And it says me advising others. <laughs> and I'm telling you, this is how 99% of the spiritual teachers on Instagram are in real life. They are absolute fucking train wrecks behind closed doors. On social media, they're so cool. They're so funny. Their life is so entertaining. They're like the coolest teacher. They're well trusted. They're an authority. Da 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 da. And behind closed doors, they're literally abusive. They're verbally abusive. Their life is like straight up, basically in shambles. They're fake as fuck. I wish it wasn't the truth. Honestly, I really wish it wasn't. But I think what I uh, what I really want to get at is that what happens when we ha- we allow these people to have fake authority, right? We allow the sorority to exist and then we want to become a part of it. When we do that, we are mimicking exactly capitalism. And I believe in conscious capitalism. I don't believe in rampant capitalism. Like what we're dealing right now is like late stage necro capitalism. It is not conscious. There is a lot of bad going on because of capitalism. Now, at the same time, capitalism has served me, but I do my best to practice conscious capitalism. But what I mean is that we as a industry in the coaching industry, which basically has no regulation, we have free reign. It is the wild west, which is kind of amazing. In a lot of ways, it's amazing. But what we have created is a mirror image of capitalism that is, we've all heard of trickle-down economics, where the people at the top, when they're wealthy, it trickles down to all of us. But what I'm telling you is that it's fake. We've created the same thing. We've created a fake trickle-down economics in the coaching industry, in the entire personal development industry. Like We give all of our money to the same fucking people at the top. And we expect that to trickle down. And I'll tell you right now, it is not trickling down. It's not. My heart has literally been broken lately. I mean, honestly, for a while. Because I've known so many amazing healers, so many amazing women, oracles, guides, who are getting matrix jobs because they're no longer making money online. They're just not making it anymore. Maybe they did for a little while and then it kind of stopped. And part of this is Instagram's fault because I know this happens to me. I'm literally following someone and I don't even see their posts. Like I have to go to the search bar and type their name in in order to see their posts. What the fuck, Instagram? I'm following this person. Why are you making it so hard for me to see their posts? And so a lot of time we don't know. We don't know that we're not seeing that person's posts. Because maybe we follow like a few hundred or even a thousand people. How can you remember like everybody that Instagram is cock blocking you from who actually has something really amazing to offer and instead they're just showing you the fucking viral ones that are going viral. The ones who aren't hesitating to share all of their private life online. The energetic thirst traps. (laughs) That's like a whole, don't even get me started. (laughs) on energetic thirst traps and fucking energy vampires. 
and entities that quite literally can come into your field online. Don't even get me started. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. But there are tons of artists who have survived solely on sales from Instagram who are starving again because Instagram is not even showing their content to their actual followers. And this is happening to coaches. This is happening to healers. This is happening to oracles. It's happening to my clients. I have to search for people I follow. What about you? Are you searching for people that you follow because you're not even seeing them in your feed or seeing them in your stories? What the fuck, dude? It's just ridiculous. We're literally being scammed. It's not social media anymore. It's a technocracy. And you know what? I've been told so many times throughout the years that I'm a social media natural and that I'm highly entertaining. I've been told that. Oh, you're such a natural at social media. And I live two blocks from the beach and I used to post the sunset every evening, right? Because my beloved and I go watch the sunset pretty much every evening, unless it's like crazy windy or raining. In San Francisco, we have days where like the wind will literally knock you over. So we don't go to the beach those days. And people would tell me that they lived for my sunset stories. Like they lived for it. Okay. So this started this whole like energy within me where I felt obligated to go and post the sunset every evening. And then it got to this point where like it started to freak me out and I stopped bringing my phone to the beach altogether. I was like, I don't need to take a fucking picture of the sunset every day. I literally don't. I need to just be in the moment with my partner and with life. Why am I doing this for all these other people? Because they're living for my pictures. What is their life without my life? <laughs> Do you guys hear the irony in all of this? What is even going on? People are not actually living their life anymore. They are watching another person's life on their screen. Instead of living their own life, they are watching another person's life. Why? Why are we doing this? <laughs> or instead of living our own life, we are performing our whole life and filming it and putting it online for other people to watch. Why? Why are we doing this? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, it's just driving me crazy. I literally don't share anything from my life just to rebel. And nobody knows that. Nobody's like, oh, Maddie's not sharing. I've only seen Maddie share like a graphic or an audiogram for her from her podcast lately. She hasn't shown, shared anything from her personal life. She must be rebelling against the system. No, you probably don't know that. But in my mind, that is what I'm doing. I'm like, fuck you. I am not going to prostitute myself online. I'm just not going to do it. And listen, like I said, we have to be able to hold the both and. We can hold the both and. We have that ability as women to do that. And so just because you are sharing your life online, I am not calling you a prostitute. And that is not what I'm saying at all. But there has to be a line. You have to have some kind of values and something in your life that you hold close to the chest and you keep private. There has to be an online you and a regular you. Don't let it just blend into one person. Don't do it. And I have a feeling that if you're listening to this show that you're not doing that. You're not doing it anyways, so it doesn't matter. But what I'm sharing is that we're living in a weird fucking time, which I think we all know. That is not brand new information. But we have to navigate it. That is what we have to do. That is what, That is our trial, especially if you're an online entrepreneur, that is part of the trial is like, okay, what do I share? 
online and what do I keep close to the chest? And one of the main examples that I can think of is Achintya, Devi of Goddess Rising, who is a total queen. I love her. I admire her. And I know because I have been somewhat close with her. She never shares anything online in real time. And I think actually quite a few people who have a large following don't for safety. But it's also just in respect for the moment. It's like you take pictures or videos of what's happening in the moment. And then you share it consciously. Maybe like a week later. You're not sharing it in the moment. This is where I am. This is what I'm doing. I'm so cool. You're kind of collecting your memories for yourself first, for yourself first. And then, you know, as it is applicable and as it makes sense, consciously being like, I'll share this little snippet, right? That is what I would highly encourage if you're going to, you know, go the route of sharing your personal life. So there's me actually giving a suggestion, (laughs) a solution to this problem. Which is, you know, I tend to do that too, for the most part, unless I'm sharing a selfie, then I'll usually share it in real time. So I just want to say that if you are struggling to market yourself and make money online, you're not alone, okay? There is a weird sorority, hierarchy, personal development, authority thing happening right now. It's just happening and all the energy and attention is going to the same people. And it will change, but that's what's happening right now. And so, you know, one of the things that you can do is stop following those people, (laughs) unfollow them. Seriously. What is it serving you by being inside their echo chamber? It's not. It really isn't. So that's number one. Number two is batch your content. I had a whole episode a few weeks back, episode 10 about rocking your content like a goddess, batch your content ahead of time. If you are putting pressure on yourself to always be creating your content in real time, when it comes to marketing your offers, it's not going to be as successful. Just believe me. (laughs) I do online business management. I do launching all the time. You have to have probably, I would say, minimum five to six weeks of buildup and sharing before you launch something. So plan it out. That is going to be what creates the success. Plan it out. Make sure that people are seeing it, engage with the people who you want to see it, things like that. That's a better use of your time on social media is engaging with your potential customers rather than watching your teachers live their life. (laughs) Seriously. So I invite you to be your own authority. I think that's one of the things that I've always been feeling into my entire life, just like as a manifester is that I've always hated fake authority. I have always hated police, teachers, managers. (laughs) Anyone who is a fake authority is just a huge turnoff for me. I want nothing to do with that. And I have actually energetically been able to avoid those types of people for a very long time now. And part of it is because I'm a hermit. (laughs) But the other is literal magic. I do cast spells when I'm driving in the car to not encounter police and things like that. And I never do. I literally, I don't even see them. I'll drive eight hours down to LA and we won't even see one cop. So I know that my magic is powerful in that regard. That's the other thing is like, we have to be the authority. If you always think that other people outside of you are the authority and that you are not an authority, then you are going to 
find yourself in a situation where you're not sourcing from your own genius. Now, if you operate in your life believing that you are the authority and you focus on sourcing from your own genius and your own channel, then guess what? Other people will start to see your authority as well. And instead of gaining followers, you're going to gain peers. You're going to be in league with goddesses. And that is honestly how I would describe my circle of women. We are all goddesses. We are all authorities. None of us is the follower of each other. Every single woman in my world is a leader. And so I'm inviting you to rise into that. Don't be a follower. Don't be a muggle. Be a leader. Be a goddess. Be a queen. Do what you say and say what you mean. Seriously. You can do it, goddess. (sighs) I'm going to end my rant there. I love you all so much. Thanks for listening to my rant. (laughs) I know that I got loud a few times. It's just because I'm feeling passionate about it. And honestly, I woke up this morning just burning to get this episode out. But I had some things to do (laughs) before I could. I'm committed to my nourishment. So I had to make a very nourishing breakfast before I did this podcast. But my past self that wasn't committed to nourishment would have just woken up and come straight down here and skip breakfast to record this episode because that's I was like burning <laughs> hot the whole time I was making breakfast. I was like, oh my God, I got to finish this breakfast so I can go record this episode because I'm just feeling it. I feel so in it. I'm just so tired. Ugh, I hated sororities when I was in college. <laughs> my roommate was in a sorority and she was a carbon copy and I just couldn't understand why anyone would voluntarily do that to themselves. Why? Why would why? I just anyways. Anyways, I love you. If you're listening to this show, you are not made to be a carbon copy. You are made to be a goddess. You are a goddess. And goddesses set the tone for their life. They are the ones who are in control. They are the authority. You are the authority. You're the leader. (sighs) I'm sending you love. Thanks for listening. Blessings to you and yours. And I'll see you next week.